So today I have Kyle Prinsloo. Thank you so much for coming to my podcast. That you know, I've never named this podcast. So, so maybe during this conversation, we can just find a name for my podcast. Maybe uh, <laughs> Jose Rosado Podcast. Wow, original. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I've never named this. How are you, Kyle? Jose or Jose, uh, as other Jose. people say. <laughs> um, first of all, thank you for having me. It's awesome to be here. Um, I was just chatting to you previously um, off air, and uh, yeah, you sound like an awesome guy. You've done a lot. I actually want to pick your brain on a few things, and I look oh. forward to being here. Thanks for asking me on. Oh, thank you, thank you. My podcast is usually all about the other person, but I don't mind making it about myself, man. I like myself, so <laughs> I, I don't mind that. So from what I noticed on, on your brand, I found you on Twitter, you were recommended to me by, by Randall Kana, who is also someone that I interviewed for the podcast. Um, you help web developers create their own, let's call it freelancing agency or their own freelancing gig, their own freelancing business. And I would like mm. to talk a little bit about that specifically because freelancing seems to be skyrocketing right now because of the stuff that's been happening for the last five, six months in the earth. So mm. at the moment of this recording today, was what is today? We're in August. So anyone who is alive by the end of 2030 and seeing this podcast, <laughs> you can just go to the to the history books and, and learn what happened in 2020. <laughs> Man, it's unfortunate, but it, it just accelerates. In my opinion, even though things are looking a little bit tougher than we're used to seeing it, for freelancers, this is, even though it's hard, it's also an opportunity. It's an opportunity. Mm. It's an opportunity for people, specifically in the tech world, to move outside of their regular nine-to-five job and start making an extra income as freelance. Because one gig as a freelancer can get you paid as much or more as having a full-time job. If you know what you're doing, of course. This is not like I'm a newbie and I'm going to ask for $5,000 for, for a website. But if you're a veteran, a veteran web developer or something like that, this is actually possible. This is actually possible. Of course, you step by step. But I want to talk about that. Tell me a little bit about your journey and how... You started. You, you began the study web development website that you have. Sure, sure. Well, first of all, the intro that you gave or the summary to freelancing was excellent. So we can actually just end the podcast right here. <laughs> um, but look, Imagine. in in, in, in terms, <laughs> uh, uh, my journey, um, my journey, I, I've got a history in coming from. Um, various different sort of backgrounds. So I came, I was in, uh, first of all, I dropped out of high school. Um, so I, I dropped out of high school to focus on business ideas, business ventures, website ideas. Um, if you want to delve in a little bit more, we can, but I'll just give you the overview. Um, long story short, it didn't work out. I learned a lot from it. Then I went into um, a friend in accounting. I worked there as a salesperson, then eventually a manager, sort of um, managed the small team there. And then eventually I left, went into IT um, as a small job. Um, and then I was studying at night. I studied business management and digital marketing. It's something that I was very interested in. Eventually, through one of my lecturers, he referred me to one of his friends in business. It was a big um, a very big online company doing various different businesses. And I got the job, 
Um, I started there in marketing and I was there for about three years. But after about the year and a half mark, um, finances were very tough. My wife came, I've got an Indian wife. So she came and she couldn't legally work in South you are Africa. From, uh, South Africa. South Africa, yes. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a similar bad accent to Elon Musk. Um, but <laughs> I well, yeah, he's that from out. South Africa too, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so my wife was here. And let me tell you, it was really a struggle. You know, um, financially, um, it was actually tough on our marriage as well. And um, eventually, we just sort of knew, like, we have to either look for, an, I have to either look for another job or earn a side income. So that what do you do in that dilemma? During that yeah. time, what were your, your current thoughts? What were you thinking mm, mm. during that time? So I was, I was very frustrated. I didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, and, and, and when I came to a conclusion, which I'll explain how I did that, that took, mm. that took many months. So I really wrestled with this. I mean, to give you an idea, what I used to do is I used to drive to work in the morning and just think. I used to go to work and I used to come back and just think. And I just used to be so frustrated knowing that I need to do something else, that I want to do something else, but I just don't know what. It has to be something business related, but I just don't know what. Eventually, my wife actually asked a question, and I'm so grateful for such a good wife. Um, she actually asked the question. She's like, why don't you just learn web design or web development? I'm like, eh, it's a foreign language, you know. I, don't, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know, uh, you know, different code and all of that. I just know marketing. <laughs> so so um, she recommended on Udemy um, a course that I take. And I'm like, actually, you know what? That's a great idea. Did you get a 90% discount when you bought it? No, of course. I actually emailed the, <laughs> emailed the corporate and I said, please give me another discount, you know, a better one. And, Man, and you get me and those discounts every day, 90% yeah. discounts. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so you purchased I, I the course sure. and tell me, tell me. Yeah, tell me yeah. I'm, I, I'm, I'm sure your audience is familiar with Rob Percival. He, he's a very good online course creator on Udemy. Um, and, and I took his, um, it was a web development boot camp or something web development related. And, and what I've found is that the web development knowledge and the marketing knowledge actually worked incredibly well because I, I don't know, I'm sure you've got something to say to that. Oh, of course, man. Um, yeah. I got started like, well, let me tell you a little bit of my story before we, we talk For sure. about you. Um, in 2018, I, I was broke. <laughs> I was in massive debt. And I just said to myself, I need another source of income. I had a good mm. job. Uh, high paying job in the American Republic, but when you turn that into dollars, it's like nothing, okay? It was like around $2,000 a month I was making here, which mm. is good money in, the, in DR, but I was a little bit over my budget. So I constantly mm. had to find some freelancing gigs or whatever. So I saw something on Twitter that caught my attention. I saw people selling their skills, selling their information products, selling their services on social media. Mm -hmm. And I had seen it before, but nah, I never like paid attention to it. I just purchased whatever I saw that I liked, I learned it, I implemented it. And then I said, look, I can do that. And also my wife has also, has also been telling me like, you, you, you can do that. You have mm -hmm. the skills. But back then, English was a big barrier for me. 
Okay. Before 2018, I rarely spoke in English. And worse yet, I had like never ever written in English. Maybe like once a year when someone asked me something or my wife like, hey Jose, how do you write this in English? But that's it. And I actually started posting stuff online, translating it first from Spanish to English. I wrote all of my content in Spanish, man, horrible, horrible times. <laughs> and then I translated it into English and people started noticing, okay? And one day, uh, some dude who then, who then became my, my friend, he, he said to me like, look, I, I didn't even notice English was your second language. That changed everything for me. Because you know, you have, people have their own excuses. They invent our, their own demons and their own, their own enemies. Most times we are our, our worst enemies. And I was my worst enemy at that time. Like I had to write everything in Spanish, then translate it into English, then post it two times a job, two times a work. That tweet, that simple word, man, I, ha I wouldn't have noticed that your English was like your second language. Changed everything. After that, I just started writing myself in English. Now I have 44,000 followers on Twitter and make a full-time income selling my services, mentorship, courses, and whatever. And it was all because I just decided to, to take a risk, to take a risk of being embarrassed, to take a risk of being vulnerable in front of people. And in October, 2018, to go a little bit back, I decided like to start selling something on Twitter. I just started selling like the Twitter banners, you know, the Twitter header, the, Every account on Twitter has a Twitter header. I designed those Twitter headers for $30 a piece. It took me around 30 minutes um, uh, to, to design them. But that got a lot of attention. A lot of attention from the little place I was working on Twitter, okay? And after that, some of those people that purchased the, the $30 <laughs> Twitter header, I then upsold them. I sold them on a website. And then I, I started doing more businesses with them. Then they started endorsing me. And other people started finding me. And of course, I stopped selling Twitter headers. Because <laughs> now I can, like, one course, one of my courses, you can buy it for $50, $30. And it's basically, I don't like using this term, but it's basically passive income because you build it once and you sell it a million times. But I don't have to do that much work anymore to make that $30. So... <laughs> That first, that October when I said, screw this, I'm going to start selling stuff online, it was game changer. I told you, I was making $2,000 a month here in the Dominican Republic. That first month I made a little bit over $4,000, two times my salary wow. here in DR. Wow, wow. And that changed everything. When I saw myself with all this money, which back then was like, a, like winning the lottery, I didn't know what to do with all that money because it was twice the amount I was earning here. Mm -hmm. So for people who live outside of more rich countries, like for example, United States or, or UK or Australia, mm -hmm. I'm from the Dominican Republic, an extra thousand, screw it, man. Even in, even in America, an extra thousand dollars can change someone's mm -hmm. life. To me, it was an extra $4,000, like selling some stuff. That changed everything. Man. Man. That led to this conversation. Two years later, here I'm having a conversation with someone who 
some might also have a similar story because you sell stuff mm. online, you sell courses online. Yeah, exactly. 3,000, 31,000 students have joined your, your freelancing um, course, which is to me, that's impressive, man. That's awesome. Sorry, it's, 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 it's 3,100. I would like 31,000, but not yet. No, no, 3,100, 3,100. Yes, Did I say yes, 31,000? Yes, yes. Oh, <laughs> man, no, it's, it's, sorry, 3,100, which is impressive, yes. man. 3,100 yes. people purchasing and joining your stuff. Before I, we get into that topic, <laughs> when you got that first sale of that freelancing mm. course, or your first sale online of, of some of your stuff that you sell, yes, how yes. What, how did you feel? What happened? Tell me about that first experience. Sure. Wow. Okay. So I've got a lot of questions for you on your story, but let <laughs> me just away, man. I love answering yeah. questions. Um, let me let, let me sort of lay some foundation a little bit more about sort of my background so we can you know relate very much because our story is actually very similar so um, after after I sort of found out that that, that the web de web development and the marketing side would be very well I decided hmm, okay let me start freelancing on the side and and it was very risky um, as I say finances was was really bad I mean we were deep in debt it was a really big struggle and, and what we did or what, or what I did was I actually started on Fiverr, Fiverr.com. And I know it's got a bad rap. I, I do agree. I, I, I do agree. But, 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 but let me just explain my strategy to you. I yeah, think you yeah. would appreciate the strategy because it's very similar to the Twitter one, which I found very clever. People, a lot of people so, make very good income from Fiverr. Yeah. yeah. I'm laughing because so, I tried it out too. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so on Fiverr, what I did was and this was, this was a few years ago, okay? This was maybe 2017 or 2016, around there. What I did was, um, I first of all, I knew it was very hard to stand out, right? In any industry on Fiverr, in any department. So I knew that the videos got more attention. So what I, I remember it costed $84 or $85. It was like literally all I had in the negative already, but that I could spend, you know, to, <laughs> um, to, to invest in a video. So, so this person on Fiverr created an animation video for me. And what I sold, I didn't sell the website. I didn't sell marketing. I sold a conversion-centered report or analysis, analysis report. So what it would be for $5, the guy would buy, place his order. He would say, check out my website. Give me some tips on how I can improve it to get more sales. Then wh what happened was only, I mean, literally only after, um, it was even my very first and my very second client, um, I, I got the sale, $5. I over-delivered. I gave him an exceptional report. I really spent a lot of time on it, and he liked it. Then I said, listen, if you want a, a more in-depth report, I can visualize, I can create a wireframe for you on what I suggest your website should look like. That's $100. Sure, go ahead. You went ahead with that. I gave an in more in-depth report on a wireframe. Then, your favorite word, I upsold him again. Two. Upsells, man. <laughs> yeah, so, so he, he enjoyed that. And then I'm like, okay, now I've given you the blueprint. You want to make it a reality? $1,000 for me to create the website for you. And some may argue, okay, that's a lot of money. That's not a lot of money. But for me, that it's was not, a lot of money. It's not a lot um, of money. You know? but yeah. 
your first $1,000 sale, it's like yes. game changer. Yes. No, listen, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. And then, but, but, but here's the good part. Here's the good part. And this is where, where I think people go wrong. They think too small. So, so what happened with this client was... What do you mean with think too small? I'll, I'll get there now. So, so what happened with this client was, that was one website for $1,000. Eventually, he's got other businesses. He took eight websites with me for $1,000. You can do the math. Not only that, but I signed him up on a small monthly marketing retainer where I managed certain services for him, like social media, SEO, AdWords, and all the rest of it. That I charged on, I, only, I started very small, $200. Then I upsold him to $500. Then eventually got more results. Then it was $1,000 and so on and so on. So yes. uh, um, what I'm trying to say, and looping back to when I say people have a small mentality, is they think, just five dollars. I'm not going to do it, you know. Or, or I, I'm not advocating for it. I'm, I'm not advocating for it. But I want to use the principle to say, oh no, it's just a client who's he's only paying me two hundred dollars a month. I'm not going to start with his thing. Do you understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. I'm laughing because I just recall a story similar to that. Yeah. I, I will Go like ahead. Tell me later on. No, no, no. Keep telling me. Keep telling me. I'll, I'll tell. I'll, I'll tell. Uh, I'll talk to you about that in a while. <laughs> It's, it's, it's my okay. point, to be honest. Okay, awesome. So, okay, look, this client in 2017, guess what? Uh -huh. He's still our client today. Nice. Okay, and, nice. and he's been paying monthly retainers. Not only that, but he's given us referrals who've also paid a good amount with us over the years. So Man, you, those so, retainers are a blessing. Yeah, and, and, but, 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 but look at the seed at where it started, this five dollars. And that's the potential of what can happen. If you don't think small-minded, you've got a strategy at play, you're doing the right things, you're delivering for your clients, they are getting results. It's only logical that you upsell them to do even more for them and you just keep going. And then they refer other people to you and it just carries on from there. You know, in, in hindsight, we call that a strategy. Mm. But would you say that, the, did you have a strategy to do that? You were, my uh, guess is that you were improvising back then. Now you yes, improvise. Yes, 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 exactly. That's the big lesson. That's the big yes. lesson that all of the people that we admire online or offline or whatever started out improvising. They didn't have mm. a system. Let me close this. They didn't have a system in place. They mm. learned the hard way. Mm. <laughs> They learned. But you know what? Failing. They started. Uh -huh. they, they, they started. And, 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 and that's the key point because so many people yes. will think, I'm too busy. I don't have the resources. I don't have the finances. I don't have the time. I don't have the skills. You can just drop the list. But the thing is, if you start, you really sort of can self reflect to be like, wow, actually, you know what? I sucked at that. I failed at that. But I learned a lot from that. So I'm going to use that as a stepping stone for my next action that I take on this next client and so Absolutely. on and so on. Absolutely. I 100% agree with that. And at, at the end of the day, the hardest action you're, you're ever going to take is starting out. Specifically, when you have never done that particular action or, that partic or, or done that particular thing before. Mm -hmm. So if you get started, and you fail, at least you learn one way that didn't work. Try mm. it a different way. 
And don't mind if you are, for example, someone who's starting out, having like accessible pricing and then you just start mm -hmm. raising the prices slowly as you gain more experience, yeah. as you gain better testimonials, as you get that social proof, which is so powerful for persuasion. Mm -hmm. Imagine getting a testimonial from someone that has 500,000 followers on social media. You flash that testimonial yeah. on, your, on your website, people click, they say, oh my God, this person has 500,000 followers. You get a little mm -hmm. bit of that person's authority through the, mm -hmm. the power of Very social true. proof, which is, which is a powerful thing. And the story was mm -hmm. I was thinking about while you were talking <laughs> about that th those upsells that you had that you sold something for five dollars and you for fifty dollars and a hundred then one thousand dollars for for the website and then eight websites for one thousand dollars and then the retainers and then all the, the you know the referrals. Yes, yeah. man. I was. I'm in a Facebook group that talks about coaching and about mentorship and about raising your prices, creating better offers, blah, blah, okay? They launched a, a flash sale of a book for three days. The book cost $1, $1. It was about consulting and about building a, a business around consultations, about mentoring, about that kind of stuff. The consultation mm -hmm. is awesome because they pay you for talking, which is quite nice, <laughs> so awesome just to, just to get paid for, for talking for an hour, and which I love. They sold me that book for one dollar, okay? One day later, I remember I purchased that on a Wednesday or Tuesday, one or one, two days later, on a Thursday, they called me, hey, this is whatever name, let's say John, John from X company, are you Jose Rosal? Oh, yes. Um, do you have five minutes, whatever, to talk about X, Y, or C? I noticed that you, you purchased our book. Yes, I said. Thing is, I never take phone calls that I don't know the number. I, that day, I took the phone call, even though I didn't know the number. That guy persuaded me into having a follow-up call on Monday. That was Thursday. On Monday... <laughs> The closer, because that's how, it's, that's how it works when you have a big business, like the people that, that, that were calling me, called me. Hey, this is John number two. Um, John number one told me about your, your struggles and about the things that you want to achieve. You want to start making X amount of dollars a month. You just want to increase your income. You want to better your offer, blah, blah, blah. And we talked for around 30 minutes. And at the end of the call, he told me like, look, we have a $24,000 program. And I'm like, it's a one payment of $24,000. I'm like, no, I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to pay you that. And wow. don't worry, don't worry. We have a different program for $10,000. We'll, we'll be talking about this, this, and that. And of course, I joined. <laughs> I turned $1 into $10,000. Wow, wow. If that wow. is not mind-blowing wow. to you, I don't know what wow. the hell is mind-blowing to you. You can believe me. If any one of my followers are listening to me, don't purchase my next $1 book. <laughs> because you know what I'm going to do with you. <laughs> wow, wow. You yeah, have been I'm, warned. I'm... Don't. <laughs> I'm going to call you. I'm going to call, call you. And I'm going to pitch you. 
<laughs> a high-ticket <laughs> mentorship. Bet on that. So what happened wow, next? Wow. After I paid that money, of course I had to make that money back as soon as possible because mm. and that lit a fire under my behind, you know, to avoid talking badly, bad words. I made my money back like in a week or two, which is quite nice. Wow. I just started my Did you find it helpful? Did, did you find this online course helpful? Come again? Did you find it helpful? Do you think it was worth the ten thousand dollars? I still haven't made my mind upon that. <laughs> but the way they did it, the process mm. from selling me the book, having a discovery call, which is, that's the name, the technical name of that first call, to know if this person is actually someone with whom you can do business, and then having the closing call or strategy session, when, that's the other technical name that they have for a sales call, to not call it a sales call, it's pure persuasion. And then the onboarding process, that blew my mind. Mm. That I had done stuff like that for my own mentorship and my own coaching. But when I saw that, I saw everything I was lacking, all those little spots that I needed to, like, okay, I see this dirt, I need to brush this dirt away. I polished mm. my onboarding process to the point that every single person that has signed up to my coaching, to my one-on-one -on -one coaching, had said, holy hell, bush, <laughs> mind blown. Okay, yeah. so I understood the, the power of the, of the calls more than before. I understood the power of onboarding more than before. And mm. now I'm in the process of like, systemizing the whole process. So one <laughs> click, everything is done for me. So all the emails are sent for me. I'm using Sapier and Teachable and Basecamp and some other software that I use for my, for my coaching to save time. So I can just focus on having sales calls, creating more content, and having this kind of connections with people like you, Kyle. And wow. man, imagine turning $1 into $10,000. Imagine that. I'm still, I'm, that's my mind is actually still on that. So, so. it's impressive. <laughs> it's freaking amazing. impressive. And you, and you bet your ass that I'm going to do that one day. <laughs> because I already have my coaching. Okay. I know all the skills that I know. I, I have all, like a lot of private um, videos that I have not released to the, to the public that is exclusive for my, for my mentorship. And I have all the courses and all, all the stuff all written down, all recorded. For that specific kind of mentorship what i was lacking is that sales process that i was building and when i saw it in real life i had seen it before but not at that level that to me that was eye-opening <laughs> eye-opening imagine so think about this uh, how the hell does one take someone to pay you one dollar to uh, two three days later pay you ten thousand dollars Mm. That is impressive, man. That is incredible, 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 man. So yeah, that's a mind blowing story. So, I think. I mean, I mean, the takeaway from it, I guess, is when are you launching your one dollar ebook? <laughs> <laughs> man, I have I have like ten ebooks that I have not released because the thing is that. 
I'm always writing, I'm always writing, but I don't release all, everything because releasing one ebook every month looks like a little bit scammy. <laughs> I can actually release one ebook every month because the out the output wow. is just man, writing a thousand, two thousand words every day just changes life. And that's my habit. One thousand, two thousand words. Sometimes wow, five thousand wow. if I'm dictating, which I, I use otter.ai, yes. I sometimes dictate. And in around an hour, I can dictate 5,000 words more or less if I'm speaking a little wow. bit faster. And then I just edit, edit, edit. And that's it. <laughs> also, I have my email sequences that is constantly asking questions to my, to my audience. <laughs> so I have like 200 questions that I can just, oh, this is a question. I can build a video answering that, that question alone or write a blog post or, or, uh, or an email answering that question. So mm. I built a very powerful wow. system that they still need a lot of tweaking. Mm. It's not perfect. It's mm. far from perfect. But I, I love systems. Why? Because I'm mm. freaking lazy. Uh, I like <laughs> doing all, all the, you know, the yes. little things. I like automizing mm. some stuff for me just to focus on the bigger picture. Mm. Sales. Mm. And I want True. to talk about that. This is the best transition mm. ever in, in the history Let's of the podcast. I like it. I've noticed that freelancers and, and small businesses usually focus on, oh, the little logo, oh, my website, oh, the, mm -hmm. the letterhead, oh, I don't have a, a presentation card, I don't have an LLC, I don't have blah, 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 blah. Things mm -hmm. that don't matter. And they never focus on their sales pipeline. A sales pipeline is just the process people take to, to mm -hmm. buy your stuff, okay? Let's just call it like that. Mm -hmm. They don't focus on sales. Mm -hmm. Fear of embarrassment. True, agreed. Fear of rejection, which is a huge fear. People That's a big one. want to be sent. No, when you start selling, people say no a lot. Fear of rejection mm -hmm. is a big one. So you've been in the free and also And also lack of how to do it, right? Yeah. That's, it's a three-punch three combination. Mm. The lack of knowledge, knowledge, how Ty Lopez would pronounce it. Um, the the fear of rejection and there's another one um screw it i won't i won't waste my time on thinking about the third one but it, it's usually it's usually one of those combination of, of, of fears and, and and lack of resources excuses at the end of the day yeah, i want to talk about sales you teach your audience how to find clients and i don't want to talk specifically about how to find clients but how to get over that fear of finding clients, and actually focus on the things that matters. Keeping your sales mm. pipeline filled with, um, with qualified leads. Leads, yeah, exactly, exactly. Look, great question, and that is actually the question to ask. And in my, or, or in our, uh, so I've got a business partner, Johannes, and, and um, we, we are partnered together in, in study web development, and that is pretty much the question that we try and answer and we try and address because in one way or another it is either directly or indirectly you know impacted to a degree so to to sort of um, give some more flesh to that to give a little bit of more of more sort of steps or, or what we do is First of all, the people in the group, or right, when I say in the group, I mean the people who have bought or invested in our freelancing bundle, that 3,000 odd people. 
I am very heavily engaged with them, either via Twitter or Slack or Facebook or Instagram, whatever. I want to know, and, and, and I really mean this, the point of creating the bundle was to help people become freelancers, to become independent, to provide for their families, to live a life pretty much of freedom and to automate and grow and scale from there. And a more fulfilled life, really. The only way you can do that is to get clients. And one of the aspects of getting clients, yes, one can argue the marketing side, that you need a marketing funnel. Yes, but in a way that's sales because you need to, you need to sort of um, tailor your, your sales strategy and what are you going to do when they call? What are you going to do when they ask a probing question? Why should I choose you? But, why, but you are so expensive. I can get it you know, cheaper by, by someone else. That is very important. Those are the skills that can set you apart from earning $1,000 a month to $10,000 a month as a freelancer. And, 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 and just sort of backing, backing up a bit, I would say the biggest problem or the biggest um, issue I find with people who are here in their freelancing journey after many months, sometimes even two years, is that fear of starting purely, not because they don't have the resources, not because they don't have the knowledge, but because the fear of rejection. And, 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 and I mean, that's what I've found as like a main reason why people don't start. And it's amazing. No is the most powerful word right, go in ahead. the world. Yeah, no, yeah. that word scares the hell exactly. out of people. Exactly. Yeah, and, and, and you know what I say? I pretty much say, first of all, I'll get to like sort of what I sort of do and chat to them about, but the worst they can say is no. Think about it. The worst they can say is no. So, yeah, I mean, I mean what I do in my coaching calls as well with, with students, one-on-one um, -on -one or in a group setting or messaging, you'll be amazed. Some of them really know how to create websites like crazy. They know all the different 13,000 frameworks out there. <laughs> but um, uh, and, I mean, they've got the knowledge, but all they need really is almost like that encouragement to actually start, overcome their fears, and literally expect a no, expect rejection. If you contact 100 people, either via emailing or cold calling or whatever it is, expect 100 no's. All you need to do is just get closer to that one yes. Yeah. And that one yes can just be like a, um, uh, okay, I won't say it will turn into 10,000 yeses, <laughs> but uh, uh, I, I mean, it can compound. It, it could, I mean, but, but it can compound from there, right? So it's a, it's a very interesting one. Uh, uh, what I find is it's a very mental, mental issue to try and break through for each person. And let's face it, people are different. People come from different backgrounds. Some people are more reserved, introverted. Some people are more extroverted. Some people are more, um, you know, sort of shy based on certain things. And it's almost like you have to sort of tailor the messaging. Although the words are similar, you sort of tailor the messaging accordingly for that person. Yeah, good timing. Sorry, you wanted to say something? No, no, no. Uh, yeah, so, so um, that is pretty much my biggest thing. Because I tell them, listen, here's a blueprint. What more do you want? You know, you just have to start. 
you just have to accept that most of the time there's going to be failures. Yes, some guys earn thousands of dollars in their first month. Yes, after three months, some guys can uh, can do it full time because all of a sudden they got you know lucky. Let's call it. Um, but for most people, it can take six months to 12 months to even 24 months to actually make a decent income, maybe a good side income or a good full-time income freelancing. But the thing is you need to just start and start with that fear of, of I mean, overcome that fear. That is the main thing in my view. I, to I totally agree. I totally agree. And, you know, I have a strategy for at least – trying to get a yes at the end of the call always. And it's mm. very simple. Let me give you an example with my, with my own coaching when, I, when I'm pitching it because it's, it's a very it's an expensive one. Um, How much do you charge for your coaching? I'm curious. Oh, no, I cannot say that. It, it, uh, I cannot say it. Ah, that's, that's, all, that's exclusive for the, the sales call. I will, be, it will be doing a, I will be doing other service if I say the price without without actually like telling you the value, asking her, you know, the cross dog, the, the right question, and you know, all the all the, the step by steps, questions and stuff, you know, you know the process, you know the process. I can I cannot reveal that. I'll tell you after after the call, okay? Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm expecting I'll, it. I'm expecting I'll it. I'll just leave people in with that cliffhanger. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, well, I always try to get paid on the, on all the phone calls. So I have downsell. Yes. A downsell is the opposite of an upsell. Upsell is when you sell something and then you sell something more expensive on top of that. And I mean, not always more expensive, but it's usually more expensive than the first deal. Okay. And and many people have been through different. Let's call it sales funnels. You open a website, you buy something for twenty-seven dollars, and then they offer you a ninety-seven dollar course. That $97 course is an upsell. And then they proceed yes. to downsell you a $27, $37 course after they pitched you the $97 course. That's a three-step mm -hmm. funnel. Main core offer, upsell, and then the downsell. Usually the upsell, mm -hmm. it's just uh, an anchor for you to buy the, the, the downsell. It's, that's the persuasion trick. <laughs> because when, you, when they pitch you a $97 product and then you find the next product is $37, eh, $37 only, click buy, okay? Mm -hmm. So I have something similar with my own coaching. When they hear, some people, when they listen to the price, they're just like, mm. they, they, they stop and they like flinch. Um, some of them don't even flinch and they just say, where can you sing up? I, I love those. Those are the best sales. <laughs> um, but the ones that flinch and tell me I cannot afford that, I do the following because I tell them like, it's a one payment. Okay, so I can, my, my, my downsell is, okay, I can split the payment in two. But instead of paying, I'm going to say a random number. It has nothing to do with my current pricing, but just to make a point. If, I'm, if I'm asking for $1,000 for the, for the coaching, um, if I split this in two, it will be up two payments, one time a month for $600 or $700. So they'll be paying a little bit more but it would be easier on their wallet. If they still say no, I don't downsell more my money. I don't split the dollar the money. I need to be paid in one payment or two payments because that's that's it. Mm. But I have another downsell. I downsell the courses, some of my courses for like a massive discount. So even if I do not get the sale of my high ticket coaching, 
at least I get the sale of the courses that are already built. I already invested my time in, in, in talking to you, understanding your needs. I want to get paid. So here's another opportunity. Instead of getting, I, I tell you like, you can get my bundle of courses. It's usually $500, but if you purchase right now, it's 197. Bam, mm. pay. And I earn $197. Even if I didn't get the main, the main thing mm. that I wanted, which was the, the closing the, the high ticket coaching. So that's, that's a strategy I learned. I don't, I don't remember who taught me that, but I always try to get paid on the phone when I'm selling something. How do you translate that to a freelancing gig? You have your core offer, your signature offer. I, I stole that name from a, a, a person named Erin Flynn. Um, she's like a web designer. I, I, I saw an ad, I purchased her stuff, and I learned a lot of work about like naming stuff. She names like, instead of naming her stuff like core offer, she calls it her signature offer. Sounds so much better, doesn't it? <laughs> Sounds like, wow, signature offer, signature, you know, wow. <laughs> So um, let's say you charge 5K for your website. They cannot afford it. Sell them something else, downsell. A service for $1,000. Prove yourself. And then they'll say like, oh, this guy, this woman actually knows what they're doing. Okay, here's your $5,000 for the other stuff. That's a great way to, to make an extra income. If you're, if you're afraid of, of asking for $5,000, start with $2,000 and then start raising the prices yeah. slowly until you start charging the money that you want. You don't have to start at the top. You can slowly, mm. you know, as you told, step by step, step by steps. And mm. that's how you get started. I started selling Twitter yeah. headers for $30. Now I'm selling a high ticket coaching that surpasses the $30 by a lot. And yeah. yeah. It's all because I, I decided to put my fear of rejection away. I mm. just said to myself, mm. my family, my future is more powerful. My desire to provide for my family is more powerful than my fear of rejection. Mm. I realized Good point. that. I realized that and I made myself believe it. And now I don't give a crap if someone says no. Next. Exactly. Or downsell. Mm. Pay me for the yes. prices. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, I must say that uh, that's actually very clever. Um, I like that idea. You mentioned something with with the websites for the freelancing. I've got a question for you. Have you ever explored or have you ever tried value based pricing at all? Um, here's how I see the value based pricing, and it took me a long time to to. Mm to like go from feature-based pricing, let's call it like that, that's how I name it. Other people may have a different name for that. Like, you're going to get a WordPress site with this, 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 and that, 10 pages, mm -hmm. whatever. And that's a feature-based pricing. You're selling volume. <laughs> and I, so my switch from that kind of pricing to value-based pricing was a long time, okay? It took a long time. And here's how I see it. If I'm solving a very painful problem for someone, usually people pay a lot of money, are willing to pay a lot of money to, to, to have that problem fixed, okay? And if that problem is actually 
um, that they're bleeding money and you have a pathway with some funnels, with some, you know, uh, fixes on their, on their layout to, to increase the conversion rate, fixes on the copy, the, the text of the website, increase the conversion rate. Man, you can sell that for a lot of money because mm -hmm. if someone can make an extra, let me talk with numbers now. If you can increase someone's uh, conversion rate by 1%, that it's a massive accomplishment. You might say, oh, 1%, that's nothing. But if you're driving 100,000 people to a website, 1% conversion rate translates to oh, 100 sales, I believe. 100 extra sales, I think. Yeah. But remember no, no, no. Uh, if it's 100,000, it's 1,000. It's 1,000. <laughs> yeah, it's 1,000 sales, that 1%. Yeah. Never do math live, people. You just learn another tip from this. <laughs> or Jose, like, like you, Kyle, say. Um, one, an extra 1% conversion rate is massive. Massive. If you can achieve, and it's not even that complicated to do that if you know the market well. And the person is having like a 1% conversion rate, taking that 1% to 1.5 or 2%, it's like, it's easy. <laughs> well, not easy, simple, simple. Yeah. A lot of tweaking until you find yeah. the, the solution. Yeah. Because that's a great thing about websites and about technology. You can, you can test everything mm. until you find the yeah. winning, let's say, formula for that particular product. So if I can help you make an extra thousand sales a month, I'm going to charge you like you're going to make an extra thousand dollars a month. Imagine an extra thousand dollars of something that sells for $50. That's $50,000 an extra $50,000 a month just because I helped you out with some copy or, or making the layout better or just changing stuff in the order or adding some social proof or, or some tutorial or some like free guide and then send them to an automated email sequence that pitches everything automatically using an urgency campaign. Very, very, it's very basic for me right now, but for someone who's starting out, it's, it's like, what the hell is this person talking about? So I highly suggest you, you, you listener, if you don't understand what I'm talking about, investigate it. Your mind will, your, your, your mind will be blown and your life will be totally different. So when you know that and you go from the feature-based pricing, that's how I call it, to the value-based, meaning that you're solving a painful problem of the, of the, of a client, you can, man, I'm offering way less features now, and I'm charging way, way more money than what I used to charge two or three years ago mm. with less work. Because it's not about the features, it's about solving the problem and delivering results. Mm. Mm. That's how exactly. I see it. Exactly. So uh, uh, um, I would say I'm curious, or I was curious to know your point on it, because, and I think you touched it very well, because what what I teach, what we teach, is pretty much I would say ninety percent value based pricing. And again, depending on who you ask, depending on who the course creator is, they will teach a different pricing model. Because yeah. I mean, let's be fair. I mean, one is not wrong, right? But there might be better approaches depending on who and what it is, and and all of that. So I've seen it people. Depends on the business, yeah. 
Yes, yes. So, so I've seen people do what you do in the sense of feature pricing, this, or, or let's just call it um, uh, fixed pricing, like like one a once-off price, right? Like uh-huh. let's say I create Shopify websites. If you want to work with me, eight thousand dollars. Take it or leave it. You know, it's something to that effect. Yeah. Um, whereas what what we sort of focus on, which again it can work depending on the industry and if you really want to do that and if you've got a... Depending uh, also on the software. offer and the type of client that you have on your, in your pipeline. Yes, yes, exactly, 100%. Um, then on the other side, we do more on the value-based pricing, which is pretty much what you said, where we would find a problem and that problem simply means your sales are here, your current website is here, your marketing is here, you're losing out sales. If you do this, your sales will increase. Here's how we can help you. You know, and 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 sort of using the the problem solution. How much is that solution worth? How much is the problem worth to you? Here's the solution. Equating it over an annual fee, and then we would base off what you could potentially earn based on our mm-hmm. recommendation experience, and then offset our value price based on that amount. What you could potentially make in a year, if that makes sense. Absolutely, absolutely. And people wonder, like, how do you discover how much to charge and how do you know if, if you can actually help this person? That's why you're going to have different sales calls with them, discovery mm-hmm. calls to learn about them, then a strategy session to learn a little bit more about their analytics, how much money they're, what's their monthly revenue, um, what's their current conversion rate, which, of course, I'm talking about, for example, e-commerce. Which is their, their best seller? Was a conversion rate of, of that best seller? Can you send me a link to that uh, uh, to that site? I take a look. Okay, there's a lot to do. Okay, um, and taking a product from one percent conversion rate to one point five to two percent conversion rate is not that hard mm, because it's usually exactly. um, it's usually because they have a bad layout or or it just has horrible copy. That just mm. talks about features like this is this is a, a, a AirPod. When they mm. pitch this to you, they don't tell you like uh, how how uh, how I don't know, man. They don't tell you how loud it can get. Yeah. They tell you how comfortable it is. Mm. How easy it's for you to pair it with your phone. You just put it there and it pairs automatically. They tell you how easy it is to use it. How, how aesthetic it is to put that thing inside your ears. They, they, they tell you about the benefits and the value of using their stuff. And then they proceed to tell you this costs this, this amount, this yeah. has a, a whatever feature, it has the technology, blah, 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 blah. So mm-hmm. if you want great marketing in regards to, for example, benefits versus features, take a look at Apple. They always mm-hmm. focus on the value and the benefits that the mm-hmm. buyer gets when they get their product. The features is just to help you rationalize the, the purchase. Yeah. That's it. Very true. To, Very true. You're going to yeah. get, oh, this has noise cancellation, which it doesn't. Uh, I'm just giving <laughs> you an example. But those features are, are just there to make you rationalize the other decision. But mo- most of that Very is true. pure persuasion and pure, like, uh, Appealing to your feelings, appealing to your feelings. Mm. You want to save time. You want to save. Um, you want to avoid pain, like massively. If you can, if you can help people 
save time and avoid pain, there, there's an offer. What can mm. you offer to someone that can save them time and that can save them pain? Meaning, what is mm. pain? They're bleeding money. They're not making money. They're losing clients. The conversion rate sucks. They cannot drive traffic to their offers. Their website looks ugly and the bounce rate is up, up, up the roof. 89% bounce rates. They don't even go to other, other places. People are not subscribing to the email list. That's a freakishly pain. It hurts. It hurts. <laughs> if they bleed with that pain and you offer them a path to solve that, 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 so that pain, that problem, and you know how to do it and you deliver, you will never be broke, never in your life. Because mm -hmm. once, you, once you understand how to create an offer that solves a pain and you have a skill to solve that pain, all you have to do is repeat that process until you mm -hmm. just become sick of making an income, <laughs> which you should be sick of. <laughs> Very good points, very good points. And I, I just want to touch on uh, one thing you mentioned there. And, right, and so I think much about me, man. You, you. No, no, no. no. <laughs> uh, um, uh, you mentioned a great point about the Apple AirPods, right? And, and it's funny because I actually did a podcast this morning with, with Johannes and we spoke about how to craft, how to create or set up your proposal template in approaching the client. And we actually spoke about Apple as an example. What they do is actually ingenious. When you see it on the conference or when, uh, you know, when they launch the product, they say, oh, it's a new iPhone. They don't say, yes, the new iPhone is, you know, $6.99. They say, Here's the new iPhone SE. Here is the iPhone 12, and it's like $1,200. The next one is $1,000. The SE is, you know, $700, $400, and so on and so on. So what they're doing is they are price anchoring. And I learned this tip very, um, very late. I should have learned it a lot sooner on. I would have made a lot more, generated a lot more sales. Doing By the way, this really and, with the example that I told you with the funnels. The core offer, yeah. the upsell, and then the downsell in a, in a sales funnel yeah. when you're buying courses and stuff like that, it's, it's anchoring. It's pricing is all yeah. anchoring. Exactly, exactly, 100%. And, 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 and the takeaway is actually very simple. It is always provide three options, three pricing options when you provide, in the case of web design, right, or creating websites or marketing retainers and all the rest, always create three options. And let me give you a quick example. Option one might be $3,000 for a simple website. Option two might be $4,500 with a more advanced website with some maybe um, setups, or let's say on AdWords or, or some other things. Option three would be something like $9,000. So it's almost double or it's pretty much double the second option. And that could be everything in option two plus, 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 plus. And it's a whole lot of other things, right? What you are doing there is your price anchoring to say, and this is very interesting because the psychology of this is, I mean, there's been various studies in jams. There's been various studies with Apple. There's been various studies with anything you can imagine when it comes to pricing and offsetting and anchoring. What is interesting is it boils down to this. 80% of people will choose option two. There's a few that will choose option three and then less that would choose option one. Why? Because option one doesn't look that good. 
and option two, just for a little, a little bit extra, you're getting plus option one, plus, 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 plus. Uh, option three is a little bit too extreme for me right now. I'm going to set up option two. That's pretty That's much a great it. pricing strategy for higher ticket offers. I can give you an example for lower mm. ticket offers for people who are selling courses. Please go ahead. And people call this like the popcorn technique. And it's similar to that. You have a popcorn, $5, small. I'm just giving you random numbers. I don't know the price of popcorn in the United States or, yeah. or in South Africa. $5, small popcorn. Medium-sized popcorn, let's say it's $9. And the large popcorn is $10. Yes. People will usually buy the large popcorn. Why? Mm. Because they'll be, mm. they feel like they'll only be paying one extra dollars. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the medium to the large. Okay. Yes. So yeah. that, 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 that one in the middle that costs $9 is just an anchor to encourage you to buy the expensive one. But of course, this mm. is a different strategy for different products and for a low ticket. Well, it's an offer. Popcorn is still an offer. It's low ticket, meaning mm. low price. So mm. uh, the, the power of anchoring right. and using anchoring in, in pricing works throughout the different pricing strategies, the different prices, the different scale of prices, the different tiers of pricing. And I use that a lot in my, in my information products. I have like a, get this ebook for $39, let's say. Um, and I have a, I call it a one-time offer. Like, ah, if you want to, let's say, add this extra bonuses and this extra information, click here to get it for an extra $15. And at the end, I offer them like something for $500. They never buy the $500 offer. Mm -hmm. But when they see $500 and they compare it with the 39 or with the 40 something dollars when they, they click on the one time offer, it's so much easier for them to purchase that offer because of mm -hmm. the contrast between pricing. True. That, that anchoring and contrast is very powerful when you're selling. If you, uh, if you talk about big numbers before revealing your price, it actually helps you a little bit. If you're talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars before you 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 even talk about what you're pricing, and then you say, "Oh no, this this website costs one payment of five thousand dollars." Are you in? Mm -hmm. Shut your mouth. Let them like let them sweat bullets. The first thought is, "Well, it's not one hundred thousand dollars." Okay. Of mm -hmm. course, I cannot read these people's minds. And let me make something clear. We're talking about different strategies of persuasion right now. And persuasion mm. is a, it's like a toolbox. The more tools you use while you're selling something, the higher are your chances of getting a sale. Mm. So what might work mm. with you might not work with me. Scarcity True. is one way. Like, why don't we have 10, not 10 copies of this? Mm. Urgency, you only have 24 hours. Some people don't, don't even care about scarcity. They don't care that that's mm. running out. But maybe the urgency that's only 24 hours to buy works better on them. So when you use a different strategies and different, let's say, tools of persuasion, anchoring, social proof, um, authority, um, meaning like someone that is uh, an expert on something, you will pay attention more to that person. Um, what else? Uh, let me name many other ones. I won't be improvising there. 
But the more tools you use during your sales calls and your sales pitches and your landing pages and your sales pages, the more tools mm-hmm. and persuasion, the higher are your chances of getting the sale. So I highly advise people that are listening to this to this podcast to purchase the book Influence by Robert Cherdini. It's a great book about persuasion. It teaches you how to use it in a practical way. Okay? And that's only like the starting point. After that, there are many other persuasion books that teach you about how to present your offers better, how to pitch your offers better, how to have better sales calls, how to create better conversion, better, um, how to optimize the conversion rate of your sales page, how to build offers that people actually crave and line, line up into rows to buy your stock. This is a lot of information to digest. Here's my challenge to you. Listen, choose one skill. It could be a new one or one that you have. Learn how to solve a painful problem with that. So you don't have to start over again. If you already have a skill, learn how to solve problems with that. And offer solutions to that problem with that, with that skills that you have. Forget about like the, the deliverables and the features of your, no, nobody cares about that. Focus on the value and the benefits that you're going to provide to these, these people. And again, you people want to save time and people want to avoid pain. Usually, the one, the avoiding pain is the one that gets you the more income, the more money. But of course, lack of time is also a pain. So they are like basically the same stuff. Mm-hmm. But final painful pain, a painful pain, we have an offer around that. Pitch, 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 get a hundred no's on this computer. So we're back. We had a blackout because remember, I live in the Dominican Republic. We still have blackouts here. But fortunately, <laughs> I have a backup generator. So I was talking about building your offers. I lost my train of thought. Fine. Look, look, you have a look. Final problem. All USA. Make money. Yeah. Exactly. Cheers to that, man. And, uh, I'm sorry, I don't have my drink with me. I actually left it in the kitchen. But look, I think, <laughs> with, I, I, think, I think you summed it up well. And, and I think that's a great takeaway that the listener and actually myself as well can, can take from this. And I think you nailed it. So 100%, man, it was actually a great, it was a great conversation. No, I have one last question to you. Mm, go ahead. Um, You've taught 3,100 people, or let's, let's rename it, let's say it differently. 3,100 people have joined your program. Hmm. How do you handle <laughs> all of those people? Because they also are part of the Facebook group, I guess. Yes, yes. That. It's, it's, I believe it's stressful and it's a lot of pressure because it's a lot of people. But how do you actually find time to keep up with them? And how do you keep providing value to them in the Facebook group? And at the end, of course, how can they join? But before you say that, how do you provide value? Thank you. Thank you. Um, good question. It's a struggle. <laughs> it's, it's, it, I mean, I mean, it's it's not easy. Um, to be honest, I really have to make, I really have to make time because what's interesting is that. A lot of the people haven't joined the group on the Facebook group. So there's only around a thousand, a thousand people now, maybe just over a thousand people in the Facebook group. 
Um, and then on the Slack community, we just started that, I think, the beginning of this year, and there's about 600 in, in that. So it's still, it's still small, let's say, compared to what it should be. Um, but needless to say, what's very interesting no, is that... 600 is not small. The thing is that we're oh, used to yeah. the million followers and the yeah. million dollars in sales, but 600 is a lot of people. Uh, okay, no, thank you. I, I, mean, I mean, look... I, I really value uh, the people. I don't really look at it as a numbers thing. Um, so, I mean, it's funny because I actually just looked today. I was like, oh, wow, we passed 1,000, you know, on, on Facebook. So that's awesome. But nice. um, Congrats. I, I, thank you. Thank you. And w what's interesting, though, is, uh, and, and I find it quite weird, uh, to be honest, because I encourage people to actually um, participate, you know, to, like, comment, to reply, to sort of, uh, you know, there's the weekly things where you say, like, how your week was, did you struggle with this, did you get a new client, all the rest. And, and yes, there's engagement, don't get me wrong, but a lot of people, a lot of people DM me, direct message me on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, and I'm constantly, like, replying to them, you know, like, with different questions that they have, maybe about a client. Oh, man, project you're such a good soul, man. Oh, I charge a lot of money for that. You're such a goal. So I, I need to be more like you, man. More free value. <laughs> no, look, I, I mean, as I said, it's, it's, it's very, it's very active because, I mean, I mean, we've got various different businesses and, and, and things are quite, quite uh, hectic at the moment. But, but that's one area like I really don't want to sacrifice on, you know, on, is like the, the value. Yeah, and, and the value, but almost like the customer support, you know, or like mm -hmm. the um, uh, member support, essentially. So I really try and help people. That's pretty much pretty much it. Yeah. Kyle, thank you so much for that input. You know, because I, I I used to manage a group, a monthly subscription group, but I closed it because it was stressful, man. And I like my freedom a lot. I like working one, two hours a day. And if I feel like it, four or five hours. And like managing a group was taking a toll on me because I just like doing whatever the hell I want, whenever I want, with whomever I want to do. Because that's, I always dream, dreamt, I don't even know how to say that in, in past tense. Let's say dreamt. Screw it. This, <laughs> uh, I dreamt about that for years or dreamed about mm. that for years and when I when I finally had it I decided to create the payment a monthly payment group and all of that went away <laughs> so my actions were not compatible with my goals and when your actions mm. are not compatible with your goals you start to feel stress and then stress becomes mm. anxiety and then anxiety literally can make you physically ill, okay? Yeah. So I was on the verge of feeling physical physical illness because of the anxiety I was getting. Um, and it's something that I've worked with for a long time, like the anxiety and how to get over that crap, which is very hard, especially if it's something that's, that runs in your family, which is something that runs in my family, mm -hmm. the, the, the neurotic system and the anxiety, which is related to that neurotic system which is a personality trait. So I decided to close it. Mm. And from one day to another, I'm like, oh, 
I can breathe again. <laughs> Freedom, you know, remember, like, did, have you seen the, the movie Shanshak Redemption? I've seen oh, it, but, yes. But, yeah, and the guy, when he escapes the prison, spoiler alert, he escapes the prison, and he's like, with his hands <laughs> open up, and the rain just like, washing his body all of, of the dirt, you know? That's how I felt. Yeah. Free. Even though I enjoyed mm. talking with, with, with my subscribers, Man, it was stressful. It mm. took away mm. the freedom that I finally have had ever, like, I wanted to achieve. It took that away. So, after a lot of thought, I spent almost a year thinking about to close this and how to close it and how I decided, yeah, okay, this is time. One year it took me to close it. And I closed. Wow. And after that, I am <laughs> just like, oh, I can breathe again. And I just told them like, you will have access to this, um, to all the courses I created. I'll leave the website online. I'll keep paying the, the, the server and whatever. So you can have access to all of that forever yeah. and ever and ever. Free. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's what I did. In so in that side, how can people join your program, Kahan? Um, yes. So... Um, so firstly, thank you. Um, I really appreciate, you know, the chat. Um, you are definitely, you know, a wealth of uh, wisdom and, and value. Um, you can definitely see that um, you don't just talk fluff, you know. And, 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 and one thing I don't like, I've you never liked. Mostly it's post platitudes. But uh, really? Some, oh, yeah. It's like, you can do it. Self-discipline. Yeah, you can do it. You know, like, like, like a coach and uh, like these, like, People in the, the, you know, the, the inspirational quotes, which actually I understand that some people don't like it, yeah. but my product is a place for that. Yeah, There's a place for that. It's mostly platitudes and feel good stuff, which you won't <laughs> see my knowledge on Twitter. It's, it's not, you cannot see it. But when you purchase sure. my products and when you have a one-on-one. -on -one you should maybe try You should maybe try some more knowledge sometime. It's so much <laughs> easier, man, to post yeah, you can do it. Go do it. Crush it. Do it. You know the, the Gary Gary V, the Gary V formula. Yeah. You can do it, man. <laughs> so much simpler, and it's fun, and I like it. It's also a reminder for myself, like, yes, I can cool. do it. <laughs> no, cool, man. Yeah. Look, um, um, yeah. I mean, I mean, once again, thank you. And um, if people are interested in freelancing, it's mainly for front-end developers and web designers. If you would like to earn a side income, many have uh, taken the course and done it full-time, but I, do, I don't really sell that really too much. It's more like, hey, you want to earn a side income, it could become a full-time gig. Um, and they can go to studywebdevelopment.com slash freelancing. And if you would like, I can also give your audience a... Um, Let's give it, what, 20, 25% off coupon uh, code. Uh, what could be a good coupon to use? Uh, um, maybe, what, is it, I think Jose is easy to, easier to pronounce or, 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 or what? <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> okay. By the way, um, for, for the listeners, I'm not correcting him. It's something that when we were talking before, before off camera, we, we were going to do that. Like, he's going to mispronounce my name and I'm going to, like, it's Jose, it's Jose. So it's it's not me being an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I think I think they can use Jose spelled as J O S E. Yeah, and then they we can just tilde it on top of the E. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! 
don't say that you just ruined it. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and and they can get that uh, the, the discount on on like our main freelancing bundle. So yeah, that's that. So thank you so much. Let's add the tilde to the, to the <laughs> promo code. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, Carl, Thank you so much, man. I really enjoyed this conversation. It's so fun. We have so much in, 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 like, I relate so much to your story. You know, your wife telling you, like, why don't you try that? And it worked mm -hmm. out. Something similar happened to me. Like, when did you try doing stuff online, like Twitter or whatever? I tried it out, became who I am today. And also the web, the web development, and we have so much in common in regards to that, the freelancing mm -hmm. stuff. We have a similar journey. And man, I wish you the best. I, I just love this conversation. And since I'm a guy who is known on Twitter for platitudes, meaning motivational phrases, I like to end my podcast with one <laughs> motivational phrase, but not from me, from you. So, oh wow! Wow! Invite some of my audiences. Tell tell them that yes, you can do it. <laughs> what would be that? Wow! Word I of like encouragement. It. I like it. Just a word of enjoyment. I like encouragement. Encouragement. Uh, man, I mean, I mean, I would say, um, oh, there's so much I could actually say. Um, first of all, I would say, you know. Get your get your foundation right. Get your foundation right. I mean, I've seen people who are completely shallow inside. Their families are completely screwed. Um, hardly any friends, but they just want to have the money, you know. And 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 that's their driver. Look, I'm not pointing fingers to say that that's wrong. I mean, it's good to have money, but I think there's unhealthy balances. And I would say get your foundation right. It's a balance. View money as a means, not a means to an end. And just manage it well. Don't let your money control you, but you control your money. And also use it for good. Focus on helping people. Don't think, uh, you know, because it's very easy to say motivate, to say do it. The question comes in, do what? What is meaningful to you? What type of difference do you want to make? You know, how do you want to help others? Because let me tell you something. You can help people. You can add value. You can make money and good money doing it. So I would just say find your why and then just start action. Just take action rather. That action might look a bit funny. That why, why might look a bit funny. It might be a good, bit gray or whatever. But that would be, I would say, my main thing that I would probably want to leave with with your audience. Beautiful, Kyle. People, take action. Take Kyle's advice. It was beautiful advice. It was great advice. Get started. And thank you for listening. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you. Thanks.